0: One of my oldest childhood Christmas memories, reinforced by an annual recall by my parents, was when I was six years old. This is Tony Agnese. All I wanted for Christmas was a Lionel train set that I had been admiring in the 1954 Lionel catalog. And on Christmas morning, there it was, along with other toys and the obligatory socks and underwear. Before I could open the box, my parents sat me down and told me that a neighbor boy's father had been laid off, and they couldn't afford presents for my friend. Wouldn't it be nice, they said, if I gave up one of my toys so that he might have something under his Christmas tree? Now, that's quite a load to drop on a six-year-old. Although I thought it was a good idea, I figured I could go a while longer without the socks and underwear I had. What should I do, I asked. My dad responded, Think about what gift would make him the happiest and give him that one. After a long pause, a few choked back tears, I decided that it was the train that would make him happy. And reluctantly, I said it was the one thing I really wanted for Christmas, but it would be the gift that would make him happy so he can have my train. The proud look on my parents face is something I still remember today. As my dad removed the train set from the box under the tree, I began to open my other gifts. And as I tore the paper from my underwear, I noticed that behind the tree was a Lionel box, just like the one I had given up. It was the train set from the 1954 catalog that I wanted so badly. You see, my dad had had a good year at work that year and was able to purchase two train sets, one for me and one for my friend. Giving up the toy was just a test to see if I would be willing to give mine up to someone in need. I realized that I had passed their unusual test, and I was relieved that I didn't offer up the socks instead. Now, before you nominate me for sainthood, I've learned over the years that most six-year-olds would pass the test, too. I'm constantly hearing and reading stories from proud parents, retelling of the compassion and selflessness of their young children. So what is it that happens only a few years later? That the same children complain, it's not fair, everyone has a cell phone, I want one too. Or I'm the only kid I know that doesn't have an Xbox 360. It's the greedy, self-centered, entitled world they grow up in. We are constantly barraged with Hollywood images of overindulgences. I wonder, is this a new thing or has it been going on for a long time? As I thought about it, it reminded me of the nativity story. What has always struck me as odd is that in all of Bethlehem, not a single man or woman was willing to give up their bed for a pregnant woman who was about to give birth, not one. It says something about how we can see a need and just ignore it. I'm comfortable in my bed. It's really sad that my Savior has to be born in a manger. I wonder what would happen if you pose this question to a six-year-old at Christmas. If you knew that Mary had nowhere to go to have her baby, would you be willing to give them your bed for a night so Jesus could be born comfortably? I would be willing to bet Every six-year-old would pass the test. Over the years, I kept the train set, still in the same box, just as if it were brand new. It has moved with me from apartment to apartment and home to home, always reminding me that we must become like children and humble ourselves if we truly believe in the message of the Incarnation. What would you be willing to give up? This is Tony Agnesi.